I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Coming up, Christians in South Asia ask God for a change in leadership. Later, gospel workers in East Africa counter shame with hope. We'll unpack both these stories for you in today's program, beginning with our first story, where India's upcoming elections hold the potential for change. John Podidi of Bibles for the World says, There's critical elections in four or five states that are coming in November, and these could be very telling for where the national elections will go in February and March. Believers are praying for an open-minded political contender to challenge the current Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his Hindu Nationalist Party. These authorities have a no-tolerance policy concerning religious minorities. Persecution has increased since the current BJP government has come into power 2014 and then was re-elected in 2019. The radicalized Hindus just feel more and more empowered because they know the government isn't going to do anything. Bibles for the World and its partners see an increasing openness to the gospel. However, it's hard to do ministry when you constantly have to watch your back. In the first eight months of the year, there were acts of violence against Christians occurring at the rate of two and a half per day. That was already more than all of last year. And now they're going right into house fellowships. You know, it's not just the actual physical church, but it's anywhere Christians are gathering. Pray for free and fair elections, as that's an issue in India. The Lord holds the nations and their rulers in his hands. Pray that he'll intervene and direct according to his will. Next, unrest continues to leave Syrians without basic needs. Currently in its 13th year of civil war, displaced people, airstrikes, sanctions, and protests are commonplace. An earthquake earlier this year further complicated life for many and has left them struggling to survive. Even things like electricity are often undependable or scarce. Samuel with Redemptive Stories says, Most of the country still only survives with about four hours of electricity per day. And so in the heat that we were experiencing this summer, temperatures well over 100 degrees, all the way up to 110 in some areas, just living in that ongoing oppressive heat on top of all the other aspects of what they're already facing, people are just desperate and suffering. However, even in these grim circumstances, the church is growing. Christians are helping displaced fellow Syrians, and new churches are being established. But it's not easy, and there is much need for support and prayer from the global church. Our brothers and sisters that are responding to the needs of their neighbors, they themselves are suffering as well. And so we need to pray that God would alleviate the economic hardships that have been placed on them, whether by the sanctions, whether by the earthquake, whether by corona, whatever it might be, that God would intervene on their behalf. Finally, in the Tigray region of Ethiopia, rebuilding has begun in the wake of a brutal two-year civil war that ended last year. Invading forces used mass sexual assault against women and girls of the region as a weapon of psychological warfare. Eric Foley of the Voice of the Martyrs Korea works with Christians in Ethiopia and neighboring Eritrea. He says despite the war being over, moving on for these women can be difficult. Cultural attitudes of shame make surviving the assaults worse. He tells of one woman who was sexually assaulted in a hospital. She contracted AIDS, so she has to go to a clinic uh, for um, HIV uh, medication. But every time she goes, she wraps herself with a shawl so that her face is hidden and her identity is concealed. She hasn't even told her daughters that she has HIV. Foley says if a woman admits to sexual assault, the surrounding culture considers it to be shame upon her and her family. But believers in the region, following Jesus' example, push against this idea, pray these women would find hope and freedom in Jesus and in the community of his people. The ongoing horror for this group of people is unabated. You know, in Hebrews 13, 3, it says, remember those who are in prison, 
as though you are with them in prison. And in many ways, this whole region has become like a prison. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. We're listener supported by people just like you. So by giving to Mission Network News, you enable us to keep the stories of God's kingdom coming. So join us here on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also find us on Alexa, iTunes, or TWR 360. Look for links at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.